1: I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Joining me is James McCoy, VP of Academic Affairs for the College of Southern Nevada, or CSN. CSN is encouraging you to learn more so you can earn more. Fall classes are starting this Monday, August 28th, with a mix of online and in-person classes. James, thank you so much for being here today.
2: Uh, Thank you, Heather. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: So, when was the College of Southern Nevada first started?
2: Oh, Heather, going back just over 50 years, 1971 was the day or the year, and 50 plus years ago, uh, we started not as the College of Southern Nevada, but as Clark County Community College. And it kind of emerged with a group of a small group of faculty and serviced a small group of students out in uh, the North Las Vegas sector of our valley. And now 50 years later, we've expanded over the entire region with three main campuses, multiple learning centers, and we celebrate 50 years. I mean, if you can believe this, Heather, there were over a million alumni in that period of time.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. So besides that great number of success stories, what sets CSN apart from the other colleges and universities that we have here in town?
2: Well, thanks for asking that. We're a community college and so we serve the community in a variety of different ways. Our mission point first and foremost is access to a higher education, student access. And so one of the things that differentiates CSN from a lot of different colleges and universities in the region is that we have an open access mission meaning if a student or a prospective student has a high school diploma or a GED or equivalent, then we admit these students. They don't need to have an incredible GPA coming out of high school. They could, and then many of our students do, but they don't need to. They don't have to have incredibly high SAT scores. We admit any student who has a high school diploma or GED. And if they don't have a high school diploma or GED, we offer early college programming in the context of dual credit where high school students can take college classes at the same time. We also offer a high school GED program for those students who are looking to kind of get that completion for high school and then move on to college. So open access is one of the fundamental mission points of our our institution. Another thing that differentiates CSN from other institutions is it's the most affordable college experience in Las Vegas and, and, and matches the affordability across the community colleges sector within Nevada. And so for um, a very low investment, students can take courses and take complete degree and certificate programs that lead to real jobs and real careers that are important to our economic diversification here in Southern Nevada. So we're training the next generation of nurses. We're training the next generation of HVAC technicians and environmental scientists and automotive techs and veterinary technicians. I mean, you name it. We've created a a workforce pipeline uh, that is important for employment. It's, It's the prosperity piece of our mission. The secondary piece of that mission in terms of preparation is a transfer mission. And so within the Nevada system of higher education, we, our sisters in this system in the state are in this region, UNLV and Nevada State University. And so many, many students will start at CSN, get their first two years under their belt for toward their four-year bachelor's degree, and then they'll transfer seamlessly to the university of their choice, whether that be staying here in Southern Nevada or moving on to Northern Nevada or anywhere else across the country. It's called a two plus two transfer agreement. And so our students can gain access to the college program that they need, get the same English classes, the same math classes, et cetera, and be successful when they transfer to the four-year university.
1: Nice. Okay. Now, I'm curious about the high school students being able to take college credits because, for example, my son just started high school this year and his high school has a CSN center on campus. So Mm -hmm. how exactly does that work and what are the benefits if high school students decide to take CSN classes while still in high school?
2: Well, that's awesome, and I hope your son certainly uh, takes advantage of the CSN programming at his high school. It's an incredible pathway program for about 5,000 students right now today. Uh, who are in this space with us. And we're looking to grow it to 15,000 students over the next two years. And so the premise is simple. Oftentimes we talk about young people preparing to be college ready. And so they take courses like AP, advanced placement courses, right? AP courses, or they take a higher level of rigorous high school courses. But what does it look like if a student while in high school, during the high school day, were to take college classes that count for both high school credit and college credit and oftentimes these same courses that count for both high school credit and college credits called dual credit are taught by high school teachers in the building that the high school students taking their high school classes in and they're credentialed as a part-time faculty at the same time for CSN and so we can ensure the rigor and the quality of college is is being had but the student never high school student never has to leave their high school campus to get this experience it's phenomenal. We've got three different models of this program for these 5,000 students. One is called CSN High School, and it's literally a high school campus on our main CSN high school sites. So we've got one in North Las Vegas, one in Henderson, and, of course, one in our uh, Charleston campus. And these 500 or so uh, students literally earn their associate's degree, Heather, while they're also working on their high school diploma. In fact, we just graduated 100 of these students uh, here a couple of months ago. They literally earned their college 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 degree, their two-year associate degree before they graduated high school. So that's kind of an early college programming. And what it's proven to do is very simple. Instead of making students college ready, we're showing that they're college proven. It's one of the greatest assets in this valley is to provide a high school student with a pathway to college while they're still in high school. So there's no question about continuity uh, for continuing their education uh, as for the, after they finish high school. So CSN High School is certainly one of them. A program that's probably uh, what your, your son will experience uh, at his high school is our concurrent enrollment program. And That's literally where we bring college programs, college degrees, and certificates to the high school that you, that your your student is at, and they get to take uh, the high school class and they get college credit for it, or vice versa, they take the college class and they get the high school credit for it. It's all CSN curriculum. It's the same English 101 course that a student uh, that's not in high school would take at the college campus, uh, but we make it convenient for them to be able to take it during the high school day at the high school location that they're at. Really awesome program and super affordable. We're able to provide those concurrent enrollment programs on the high school site for $75 a class. Incredible, incredible pricing for that.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love that. So why is the CSN slogan for this year, learn more, earn more?
2: Oh, that's a great question. We love this slogan this year because we're connecting the opportunity for the finish line to think about what is their employment look like? does their career trajectory look like? And how does that connect to their learning pathway? In other words, we don't want a student to, to sort of circle around all the different 180 programs that CSN has to offer and try to figure out what that means in terms of employment and in terms of a career You know, well after that. We want them to think about their career and what their finish line looks like at the front end of that decision-making process. So, when we talk about learn more, earn more, we're saying, hey, we want to show you up front every career that's really provocative, every industry that's really provocative in Southern Nevada, and we want to show you the educational pathway to get there. So, at the front door of admissions, when a student is first applying to CSN and getting uh, getting enrolled, we show them the Finish line. We say, hey, you want to be somebody who's working in advanced manufacturing, or you want to be a nurse, or you want to be a sociologist, whatever it is. We tell them this is what you can expect in terms of a job outlook here in Southern Nevada. We tell them this is what you can expect in terms of an annual income uh, in Southern Nevada when you get this job and go in this career. And we tell them very purposefully, and this is the learning pathway it's going to take to get there. And so students are making much more informed decision-making. They're not spinning around with taking extra loans out to pay for classes to explore. Rather, they're coming in with an opportunity to really make that informed decision. We call it purpose first at CSN. Once we've determined their purpose, we can align them with with, uh, great fidelity into the learning pathway that's going to allow them to earn their highest potential at the career side when they're done.
1: Nice. Okay. So how many different academic programs and pathways are there to choose from at CSN?
2: Over 180 now. And these program areas are very broad. And one of the things that we've learned at CSN is that if we tell a student on day one, when they're just getting admitted into CSN, hey, we have 180 programs, all of these different degrees and certificates, the eyes glaze over. It's that debilitation of choice, right? <laughs> it's like when I take my children to go shoe shopping. They got to try them all on, every shoe <laughs> on the wall, right? Put them all on and then they figure out which one they that, you know is going to fit them the best and which one looks the best. We're trying to remove the debilitation of choice. And so, yes, we have 180 plus programs, but what we've done is we've categorized all 180 of those programs into 11 manageable areas of study. And so at the front door of admissions, we expose our students to these 11 areas of study, whether that be healthcare or business or education, you get the idea. And then Mm -hmm. within each of these umbrellas or these areas of study, there's a cadre of programs that are within it. And so we give them their first semester to kind of explore all the different programs that are within that general area of study or on that umbrella. And then with choice, learn more, earn more with purpose, purpose first, they're able to make an informed decision on the exact program they want to engage in uh, without having have been debilitated by choice on an admissions application. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. So 180 different programs in 11 areas of study. How do those break down in terms of certificate programs, diplomas, various degree level programs?
2: You bet. We offer short term accelerated certificates that can literally be completed in one class, which can be done in about six weeks or less, all the way up to four year bachelor's degree programs and everything in between. So these short term skill certificates, we call them, they have embedded industry recognized credentials within the field of study that they're in and that prepares them for work pretty quickly. In some cases, in many cases, just a semester's worth of college and they're ready to be employed for example, like being uh, training to be a phlebotomist uh, in a healthcare setting, for example. And then from there, we move into a one-year certificate of achievement in many, many different disciplines and programs where they can spend one year, students spend one year in their study, and now they're ready for employment. And then we have a two-year degree on top of that, right? So an additional year, and they complete a two-year associate's degree. And many of these students, these associate degrees are those transfer pathways for many of them. They either take their first two years, get their You know communication degree or their psychology degree or their mathematics degree and they're transferring on to a four-year university for the rest of their two years to get to their bachelor's and in some cases well over 15 now we offer bachelor's programs and these bachelor of applied science degrees are designed for students who want that four-year degree in many cases need a four-year degree to be successful in their career But they have no desire of moving into a graduate school experience after they finish their bachelor's degree. So these bachelor's degrees that we offer at CSN are very specific to career fields that require a bachelor's degree for immediate employment, but don't lead to a pathway for graduate school. We leave that uh, to our university partners uh, at UNLV and Nevada State University. But these these niche area bachelor's degree programs are in things like culinary arts, fire science degrees, uh, nursing, in, uh, bachelors of science in nursing. You get the
1: idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. OK, so what kind of schedule availability do people need if they want to be a student at CSN?
2: Yeah, we were just talking about our schedule with our faculty here the last couple of days as as we have emerged out of the pandemic and we're trying to make sure that we're providing access to college courses based on where the students are and their desire to learn and how they want to learn. And so, at CSN, we offer 4,000 different class sections every semester, and of those 4,000 class sections, about half of them, Heather, are available completely online. So, no matter where a student is in the world, they can log into their online class, engage with their professor and their colleagues, both in real time and on their own time, and uh, complete their courses. And in some cases, a couple of dozen, in fact, there are complete degree programs that can be accomplished 100% online. The other 50 percent of our courses are done in an in-person environment or a hybrid environment and so in those in that space students you know traditionally will come to a CSN college campus or one of our sites or centers across the valley and they'll engage in the traditional college experience you know they'll they'll have a student union to engage in all of our in-person tutoring opportunities are there and of course their instruction with their faculty and their colleagues that are fellow students are engaged in that space So we really pride ourselves in making sure that access to college is um, available to everyone, regardless of the time of day, day of week, or modality of learning. We offer classes all the way up until midnight, Monday through Friday. We get started just before 7 o'clock in the morning. So as we're 24-7 town, we want to make sure we have class opportunities in that same sort of mindset we also offer weekend college. So for that student who can't commit to a, a traditional five day a week or a couple of day a week during the work week, kind of class schedule, they can plug into our weekend college program where their certificate or their degree can be completely done over uh, uh, you know, the weekend timeframe uh, over a couple of years. So it's a pretty robust proportion of our classes that can be done in just about every learning modality you can think of.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Now, if classes are starting this week, what's the deadline to apply?
2: You bet. At CSN, we have a revolving admissions application process. In other words, at any time in the year, a student can apply and they can enroll in the next term or next sequence of courses. And so unlike a lot of uh, universities where there's admissions windows that are nine months before the semester begins, at CSN, we'll allow students to admit and, and enroll uh, immediately. Uh, and oftentimes it's chunked into kind of four-week segments. So if you miss classes that you, you, know, you want to get admitted today and you miss the classes that are kind of going to get started here on Monday, uh, no worries. In the next four weeks, we'll start another round of classes. And four weeks after that, another round of classes. And then four weeks after that, you get the idea. And so well, there's always... <laughs> (laughs) sort of this revolving door of class start time so a student can on-ramp into the semester without having to wait another whole semester or in worst cases, another whole year before they can admit, not the way at CSN.
1: Cool, okay. So what types of financial aid are available for students
2: There's lots. In fact, one of the things that we always talk about is we never want someone's ability to pay to be a detriment to their having access to a college education. And so uh, we're CSN students are the benefactor of a lot of different opportunities in the way of state grants. One of my most favorite is the Nevada Promise Program, and it's an appropriation made by the state legislature here in Nevada that allows every high school student who's graduating high school to immediately enroll in a community college like CSN, and the first two years of college are essentially paid for. It's a phenomenal program, and every high school student should consider it. Uh, another program, of course, is the Millennium Scholarship offered by the uh, state of Nevada uh, for, for high school graduates who uh, finish their, their high school in Nevada. The Silver State Opportunity Grant is yet another one. And then certainly, uh, and for CSN, it's about just shy of 70% of our student population are eligible uh, to apply for Pell federal grants. Uh, And this, of course, is a federal grant, not a loan, but a federal grant that is provided to students to uh, enter into college, complete uh, their desired college degree, uh, and then go off to the workplace. And so financing college, especially at an open access institution like CSN, where it's quite affordable, should never be a detriment, especially when all these financial resources are available to every person in our state.
1: What proportion of the students are kids straight out of high school versus adult learners who have decided to go back and learn something new? Yeah, that's a great question, Heather. So
2: our average age at CSN, it floats depending on the year, but it floats from around 26 uh, years old. And so we've got students, obviously, that are 16, 17 years old, much like maybe your son will be as a dual credit early college goer while still in high school. And we've got students that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite stories is we graduated a young lady 77 years young uh, here this last May. Uh, who finished her degree, lifelong goal of hers. And so uh, we really reflect the demographics of our community in terms of our student population at CSN. So it kind of gives you a good flavor. Yes, we've got a lot, thousands and thousands of students who come right out of high school and come right into CSN. And that's a terrific pipeline. And we have students who... uh, started college at some point in their career, and then took a break. And sometimes that break went on for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And then they find themselves back in college re-engaging. So, they kind of come back to us with some college but no degree. and They're looking to finish their college degree. And so, we celebrate those students. And then, of course, we have students who chose not to go to college after high school, worked out in the career for 20 years, and thought, you know what? I got, I got to retool i got to figure out a new career pathway, and i got to go to college to get an upgrade in my skill sets. So they'll come to CSN and and, and earn that college degree. So it really is one of the most, in fact, it is, we're proud of it, the, the most diverse educational institution in the state of Nevada, right here at the
1: College of Southern Nevada. That's fantastic. So where can people find out more information about the College of Southern Nevada, your various programs, or even apply to be a student?
2: Yeah, you bet. It's so simple. Everything is available on our main CSN website. It's csn.edu. There's an area there at the top of the page where you can explore all the different programs. And certainly there's a quick and easy one-click button to access the admissions application experience. And our faculty and staff are standing by to help students uh, work through that admissions experience, provide them a college orientation, make sure they're aware of all the financial opportunities that are there for them. And then certainly to help them engage in career exploration to get on the right path to sort of learn more and more and get them into classes as early as next week.
1: Awesome. Okay. So once again, the website, csn.edu for the College of Southern Nevada, csn.edu. You can look at all the programs they have available, 180 different programs, including degrees, certificates, diplomas, and everything in between, 11 areas of study that you can look at. And classes are starting this Monday, August 28th for the fall semester. But As James mentioned, they have revolving admissions and you can start classes pretty much any time of the year. But now's the time. If you want to get in with the fall classes that are just starting, go there now, csn.edu. And James, I want to thank you so much for being here, letting us know all the amazing programs you have going on and the opportunities that you have for people to learn more and therefore earn more. Sounds like fantastic setup that you've got. And I hope a lot of people take advantage. CSN.edu. Thank you so much, James.
2: Thank you, Heather.
3: When a student lacked basic needs, like food, clothing, and learning materials, attending school can be a challenge. And that can make it impossible to thrive. At Communities in Schools, we address this issue by ensuring that students have everything they need to re-engage in learning. Access to technology and school supplies. And even emotional support. By bringing Communities of Support to students, we're achieving equitable learning conditions. And that's what Communities in Schools is all about. Learn more at CommunitiesinSchools.org.
1: You're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. I'm Heather Vail, and I'm speaking with Julian High, President and CEO of the United Way of Southern Nevada. If you're 62 or older and need help paying your electric, gas, water, or sewer bill, or you know someone who fits that description, you'll want to take advantage of the United Way of Southern Nevada's Project Reach Senior Expo powered by the NV Energy Foundation, which Julian's going to tell us all about. Julian, thank you so much for being here today.
4: Heather, thank you for having me. It's, it's good to be here. Appreciate being able to come on.
1: So before we talk about Project REACH, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of the United Way, but let us know what exactly does the United Way of Southern Nevada do?
4: United Way of Southern Nevada works primarily in three areas, and we view ourselves as sort of um, the axis for which the nonprofit sector in the community operates and delivers services. We focus on student success, workforce development, and crises and slash emergency funding, meaning we don't want people to get into a situation where they have an emergency that uh, forces them into food insecurity or home insecurity. So the United Way works with not only donors and foundations and corporations, but individual donors to identify needs in the community and then to Identify nonprofits and service providers to deliver those services. And so we really do serve a central role in the community.
1: That's awesome. So speaking of emergency funding, what exactly is Project REACH and how did it come about?
4: Project REACH is a project originated by NV Energy, but now it's funded by the NV Energy Foundation. And Project REACH is a program designed to help seniors 62 years and older with their power. It used to be only power, but now this year with our expanded partnership, it's power, sewer, gas, and water. And we're very grateful for all of those additional new partners. But it's meant to help seniors who have an emergency like situation with having a past due bill pay a portion of those bills up to $300 in past due amounts which as you know, um, for a senior on a fixed income is a considerable challenge if you get behind on your power bills or on your water bill. And so $300, we believe, you know, goes a good distance to helping people clean up those past due bills.
1: Yeah, awesome. So how exactly would a senior take advantage of Project Reach if they need those services? Sure.
4: Well, the, the most reliable thing to always do is to go to uwsn.org slash Project REACH to learn about all of the qualifying criteria and all of the things that you need to bring along with you for the Project REACH expos. But they can go to see what the the criteria are and what they need to bring and also where the expos are happening around the valley.
1: So what exactly happens at these Project REACH Senior Expos?
4: So at the Expos, our our guests, they come in with with whatever utility bill that they're meaning to clear up the arrears on. And they um, talk to either an Envy Energy representative or a Southwest Gas representative, and they work out if they're going to apply the credit to one of those bills. They work out those details there in the Expos and get the paperwork in process for processing that credit. So it's really a moment where people are getting a direct service And on the day that they arrive to help them um, beat the heat, as we like to say.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so the Project Reach Senior Expos have been going this week. And you've got two more coming up Tuesday, August 29th at Aleante Casino and Hotel and Spa. And then we've got Thursday, August 31st at Palace Station Hotel and Casino. How did you work out the partnerships with the various casinos and choose those locations?
4: We wanted to be in areas that were accessible to the residents in the valley. And so you'll see that we're in the four different quadrants of the city and where we thought that there was the greatest concentration of potential need. So we were very strategic in understanding where we needed to locate the, the expos. And then our gracious casino partners were willing to work with us to allow us to host those expos in their properties. And we're very, very thrilled to be able to do so because it gives us the space and uh, people know where Palace Station is. They know where Alejante is. So those are just great milestone locations, if you
1: will. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Now, once again, if you're looking for those locations and you want details, it's UWSN.org slash Project Reach. And we'll say that again at the end. But in the meantime, Julian, I know that you're being honored by the LGBTQ Center of Southern Nevada at this year's annual gala honorarium, which is happening in September. How does it feel to get that kind of honor?
4: (laughs) Well, you know, it feels really like I'm getting old.
1: <laughs>
4: you know, I mean, this is not supposed to happen. Well, you know, you're a young thing like me. But no, really, it's it's an incredible honor to be thought of in this way by the members of the LGBTQ plus community in Southern Nevada, of which I'm proudly a Native son of. And so for me, when they called to tell me that they were going to bestow this award upon me, I said, for what? I haven't done anything, you know? And they <laughs> you said, do
1: everything.
4: <laughs> and they you know, made, a, made a very nice point of just reminding me of what it means to be in community and to be of service to people and why that's important. And so in these moments, you know, where you're really trying to make things fundamentally shift for people in a, in a community, it's nice to be acknowledged. And I'm very, very honored that they've done so.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you're so humble, but the United Way of Southern Nevada, as you mentioned, it has a lot of impact on this community. You do a lot of great work and you're the forefront of that organization. You've been there for years leading the charge, making a difference in the community. So absolutely, you deserve an honor like this.
5: Well,
4: Thank you very much for saying that. And I hope that one day I live up to what the award is is accusing me of and and awarding (laughs) me, because really, you know, it takes all of us in the community to make things better. And so I, I try and wake up every day with that spirit and that attitude. And I hope that that comes through.
1: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. All right. Now, what if people listening want to find out more about the United Way of Southern Nevada and the other services that you offer besides Project Reach, the other events going on this year, or maybe even get involved in helping out somehow?
4: Well, you know, one of the I think one of the first times that you and I had the opportunity to be on air together was um, we were talking about the Day of Caring. Mm -hmm. So this will be my third Day of Caring as the as the president and CEO of United Way of Southern Nevada. You know, the Day of Caring is our largest day of volunteerism in the Southern Nevada community. So we can't wait for people to join us for that and sign up for our projects and hopefully join us in uh, demonstrating the caring heart of Southern Nevada And we also have another few things that we'll hopefully come back and talk to you about that involve celebration and and, and conclusions of our 65th anniversary celebration. And things are just really um, happening for the nonprofit sector and community. And United Way, we feel very blessed to be able to be a part of it.
1: And when is the Day of Caring this year?
4: Day of Caring is September 22nd. Kickoff at eight a.m. at Stony's Rock and Country, and we're so grateful to our partners at Stony's. And it's going to be the best Day of Caring ever. They just keep getting better, and I'm so excited that the community will get to experience that again this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. So let us know exactly what happens on the Day of Caring for those who are curious now but don't know what it's all about.
4: Sure. So the Day of Caring is where United Way coordinates with. All nonprofits who are, are interested in, in partnering with us to put on service projects around the valley. And uh, at last count, we had almost 70 projects that we've already signed up in the valley to do certain things. And so, if you're someone who's interested in children, you can go and read to, to children, and, or maybe box books for one of the uh, nonprofit funded partners. Or if you're someone who's interested in, food insecurity, you could go to Three Square and do, um, you know, lunches or breakfast on the line. I mean, there's just all kinds of opportunities around the valley for people to show that they care for their neighbors. And then we, so we start with the kickoff at Stoney's. We have a, a moment together and then everyone fans out into the community to do their service projects. And it's really a wonderful day and a wonderful demonstration of the spirit of this community.
1: All right. That's awesome. So, if you want to spend a Friday giving back to the community that is so important to all of us, that's an amazing way to do it. So, again, it kicks off at 8 a.m. on September 22nd at Stony's Rock and Country, which is at Town Square, Las Vegas. And then you disperse into the community and make a difference, hands-on making a difference, which is absolutely amazing. So, that, you can find out the information at uwsn.org. UWSN.org. And of course, if you're 62 or older, or you know someone who is 62 or older and needs help paying past due bills, electric, gas, water or sewer, they can take advantage of the Project Reach Senior Expo, which is going on these two weeks. They're coming up a couple more this week. So find out the details at uwsn.org slash project reach. UWSN.org slash project reach. And again, UWSN stands for United Way of Southern Nevada. And Julian, I want to thank you so much for being here, letting us know what you're doing in the community, all the amazing events that are going on and the difference that you're making. It sounds like you've got so many irons in the fire and there's just always something happening that has a positive impact on our community. So thank you for all you do and thank you for being here talking to us about it.
4: Thank you so much for having me and I can't wait to see you uh, very soon again.
1: Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me
3: halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at
1: the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit
5: aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: You're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. I'm Heather Vale and joining me is senior issues expert Jim Miller. Jim is the creator of the syndicated Savvy Senior column published in almost 400 newspapers and magazines nationwide. He's also been featured in high-profile publications like Time Magazine, USA Today and the New York Times and has made multiple appearances on national television. And now he wants to spread the word on the importance of connectivity and interaction for seniors. Jim, thank you so much for being here today.
6: Thank you for having me, Heather.
1: So, why is it so important for seniors to proactively connect and create a sense of community?
6: Well, I mean, it's uh, in today's do-it-yourself world, you know, it's, it becomes critical that that older adults have access to online services so they can take advantage of things that are available to them. I mean, a lot of resources that are that are available to seniors. I mean, there's there's there social security benefits or their Medicare benefits. Those places steer people to the website. So you need to have online access to be able to do things, to be able to you know connect with your family, or you can to be able to research health topics, or be able to have telehealth appointments with your doctor. Um, if you're a caregiver, caregiver support is huge. So there are just so many things out there. The the World Wide Web gives you access to that you don't have if you don't have it, and and you're left behind. And so it's very very important.
1: Yeah, and sometimes for older adults, it's difficult to have those connections in person because it requires you know getting ready, going out, finding someone to take you somewhere. Whereas online, presumably, it's easier, faster, simpler.
6: For sure. For sure. Yeah, exactly. But what you know, one of the bigger things, Heather, that people don't take advantage of online services is because of affordability. And so one of the big things that, that I want to talk about today is the Affordable Connectivity Program, which is a federal benefit that's been around for a couple of years. It started you know, with the pandemic because the pandemic kind of exposed the digital divide and they started the emergency broadband benefit as part of the American Rescue Plan that was later turned into the Affordable Connectivity Program. But this is a $30 federal subsidy that can be applied to your internet costs. So for example, if you're paying $60 for your internet, you can apply that subsidy to it if you're eligible for the ACP and knock your cost in half. So to be eligible for the ACP, folks either need to be receiving some type of a government assistance program like SNAP or SSI or Medicaid, or their income needs to be below the 200% poverty level, and that's not as low as you might think. A family of two, that would be slightly under $40,000 to be eligible. A family of four, it would be slightly under $60,000 to be eligible. And Cox Communications has this great plan that fits into the ACP. It's called Connect Assist, which is a high-speed internet service that costs only $30. So if you're eligible for the ACP, you could apply that $30 subsidy to your Connect Assist plan and you'd pay nothing for your home Internet cost. So this is a way to be able to get a lot more older adults and a lot more lower income people online right now. But a lot of people don't know about it. So this is what the, I really like to get the message out today to get them so they can find out about it so they can get online.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great deal, even if it's not covered with the $30 ACP federal subsidy. $30 a month to get that high-speed connectivity is still a really good deal.
6: Yeah, it's a fantastic deal. I mean, like I said, if you, if you tie into the Connect Assist plan, which is high-speed internet for $30, and you get the subsidy, you'd pay nothing out of yeah, pocket free. for your internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, And also too, Heather, I just want to say that Cox mobile service is another big thing for older adults, you know, about a little more than 60% of people over the age of 65 have smartphones today. So they have that mobile internet activity going on and the numbers have gone up, but we're still trying to get more, more older adults, you know, mobilely online as well. And I just wanted to say too, that Cox has a recently launched a new 5G mobile service available to their internet customers. Prices are super low, start at $15 per month. So anybody eligible for the ACP can actually get their Cox Home Internet, the Connect Assist, along with Cox Mobile combined for only $15. And that's pretty cheap. You can't really get much much more affordable than that. And it gets you online at home and away from home. So it's a great way to be able to get online and not spend much money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we're talking about being a savvy senior, obviously, the internet is where criminals like to lurk and hang out and, you know, kind of fish in their victims. So what kinds of safety tips do you have for older adults when it comes to using social media to connect to people or chatting online?
6: Right. I I mean this is one of the bigger concerns that a lot of a lot of seniors have that are online. There there are multiple things, you know. I think you want to make sure you have strong passwords, you know. I mean, one of the most common passwords is one, two, three, four, five. So you <laughs> wanna make sure your passwords are, are a little stronger, or another common password is the word password. So password, make yeah. Make <laughs> sure your passwords are nice and strong. Make sure you're very cautious on what you click on. And, and when people are fishing, trying to get information out of you, be very cautious on what you click on and never, ever, ever give out your personal or financial information unless you initiate it, because there's lots of things going on out there. You just need to be cautious and practice practice caution when you're online, but you don't want to let the fear of that keep you from getting online. So there are ways to stay safe that are very simple. They're just very practical things you can do. But don't let that keep you from getting online if that is a concern of yours.
1: Okay. Now, when it comes to strong passwords, tell us exactly what you mean by that. Because in the movies, it's always, you know, someone has a word and they'll look around. Hmm. What could that word be? Oh, that person's name, which obviously is not a strong password. (laughs) So how do we make strong passwords?
6: Well, I mean, you know, probably ten to twelve characters. You would want to have, you know, uppercase, lowercase letters, a number, and a symbol, and something that you can remember. So that's that's pretty much it. You don't want to just put a name or something very just a real common thing that can be that can be easily figured out. So um, yeah, just just to, just to add enough uh, letters and symbols and numbers just to make it more complicated.
1: Nice. Okay. So where could people go if they want to find out more tips about staying safe online or they want to find out more about the Affordable Connectivity Program, the federal subsidy?
6: Right. So to find out about that or to find out if you're eligible, just go to Cox.com slash digital equity or you can also go to any Cox store and they're going to be able to tell you about the resources that are available in your community.
1: Okay. And what if they want to follow Savvy Senior and get more tips that way?
6: Oh, I love that. That's a great question. It's just SavvySenior.org. They can send their questions and uh, I'd be happy to answer them.
1: Nice. Okay. So cox.com slash digital equity. If you want to check out the Cox Connect Assist program, if you want to look into the Affordable Connectivity Program, ACP from the federal government, That's cox.com slash digital equity. And if you want to follow Jim and find out more of the tips that he shares for seniors on a regular basis, SavvySenior.org, S-A-V-V-Y-S-E-N-I-O-R, SavvySenior.org. And Jim, I want to thank you so much for being here, sharing some great tips and some information that I'm sure a lot of people weren't aware of and could be very valuable to them. So I really appreciate your expertise and your time here sharing with us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
3: Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders. The skilled, the sharers, the change makers. We need you. We are the Peace Corps. In more than 60 countries, we go all in and all out. We are volunteers, partners, communities working together, living together. Bringing our experience, passion and joy to building a better world together. From tackling climate change in Mexico to keeping kids healthy in Kenya. From sustainable farming in the Philippines to education in Kosovo. We learn more, give more, share freely and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff? to go the distance to make a difference, then we have a place where you belong. Join us at peacecorps.gov.
1: You're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. I'm Heather Vale, and joining me is registered dietitian and nutrition educator Erin Aaron Polinsky-Wade. Erin Aaron is a nationally recognized expert who owns a private nutrition practice, is a member of the Orgain Nutrition Advisory Board, and shares tips for busy parents on her YouTube channel, Healthy Mom, Happy Family. Erin, thank you so much for being here today.
5: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm excited. So now that it's the back to school season, what are some common concerns that busy parents have?
5: Oh, yes. I mean, this is a very busy time of year and I have three young kids myself. They're in three different schools. So I know how short for time we all are. And the biggest concern that most parents have right now is with such limited time and such a busy schedule, how do we get nutritious foods into our kids throughout the day? and so what i like to tell my clients what i use for myself is to plan and prepare in advance as much as possible and it doesn't have to be time consuming you know for instance one go-to in our house are smoothies because they're so versatile you can you know really mix up the fruit and vegetable combinations but there's not always time to prep that first thing in the morning so once or twice a month i recommend chopping up your fruits and vegetables putting them in freezer safe bags and popping them in the freezer and that way on busy mornings you just Dump the contents into the blender, add the liquid, blend it up, and you have a smoothie ready to go.
1: Nice. Okay. So, what should we be focusing on when it comes to making sure that our kids have nutritious meals or snacks? What's the key ingredient we're looking for?
5: So, the key ingredient is really how can we maximize every eating event, right? So, every time our kid is having a meal or a snack, or even us as adults, because we need sustained energy throughout the day to focus and perform our best. How can we really maximize nutrition so when i'm thinking about making something that's quick and easy to grab and go for instance muffins right my my family loves muffins they're so easy how can we maximize the nutrition in that so i always add fresh fruits into the recipe like blueberries to bump up the antioxidants but i also throw in a scoop of organs plant-based protein powder because this is going to add up to 21 grams of vegan protein per scoop you get between four to seven grams of prebiotic and fiber And it's complete, clean, organic nutrition that you can really feel good about. So anytime we're eating, we're just getting more nutrition per bite.
1: So you're saying you can just randomly throw protein powder into recipes as you're making them? We don't have to just use it for shakes and smoothies?
5: Yes, yes, which is so exciting, right? So you can always make a smoothie if you want or a shake but you can throw the scoop of protein powder into your fruit and vegetable smoothie to make it more nutritious, but also that protein sustains you longer. It helps to manage appetite, but baked goods, it works great. I throw protein powder into muffins, even into pancakes. So it's a really great way to amp up the nutrition.
1: Okay. And adding protein to meals isn't necessarily something people think about or especially adding protein to snacks. So why is incorporating protein so important?
5: So protein does a lot of things in our body, it helps to support growth and development. So especially when you think about children who are growing rapidly, they want to make sure they're getting their protein needs each day. It also helps to support steady energy because it promotes blood sugar balance throughout the day. And the other thing that protein does is it really helps with appetite regulation. You know, if you have kids, my kids are constantly asking me for snacks, and they're always hungry. So when you add more protein into the meals and snacks, it's a really great way to regulate appetite. And I know a lot of parents, they get concerned about, you know, how can we get protein in, especially on the go? So my secret sauce is always to have ready to go nutrition drinks on hand that have protein um, in our house. We can't get enough of the organs, kids, organic nutrition shakes. They have eight grams of protein per serving and three grams of fiber. And they're also an excellent source of calcium and vitamin D. So what I love about those is they're shelf stable. So I can throw them in my purse or in the car for after school. And I know that we can get protein really wherever we are during the day.
1: Okay. And sometimes it seems like plant-based protein might not be as robust or as effective as animal-based protein. What are the pros and cons there?
5: So glad you asked that question, because when it comes to protein, it's really about quality. And both animal protein and plant proteins can be quality proteins and have benefits. When you look at an animal protein like dairy or meat or eggs, it's got all nine essential amino acids. Those are the amino acids we can't make in our body. So we need to get them from a dietary source. But plant-based proteins, even though they don't always contain all nine essential amino acids in one plant, when you eat a variety during the day, you can still get that complete protein. So for instance, when I'm looking at the protein powder I choose and I use organs, it has a blend of plant-based proteins. So we're still getting all nine of those essential amino acids. And plant proteins also give you things like antioxidants and fiber so there are a lot of benefits to both and i just recommend using a variety but also choosing what works best for your taste preferences and your lifestyle
1: okay and what are some other plant-based proteins that people could incorporate into their diet if they don't always want to just reach for the powder
5: absolutely so plant-based proteins can be in a variety of sources beans and legumes are a great source quinoa, chia seeds. And chia seeds are so easy too to blend into things. Even things like brown rice, peas, they're all great sources of plant-based protein.
1: Nice. Okay. And in general, what types of protein are best for growing kids and busy parents?
5: Yes. So when it comes to protein, it's really about quality protein, not necessarily the exact source. So I always recommend a variety. So if you do eggs one morning, they're a great source of high quality nutrition. And maybe the next day you mix it up and you have a smoothie and you throw in the protein powder. And the next day you um, are having cottage cheese. Like there's so many different ways to incorporate protein. I wouldn't say one is superior to the other, but variety is also important because each type of food has different nutrients, has different antioxidants that we're getting benefits from. So adding a variety of protein to your plate at each meal is really your best choice for getting balanced nutrition.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Variety is the spice of life. Absolutely, <laughs> And definitely we wanna to try to put protein with every meal and snack if possible, right?
5: Right. And just thinking about, you know, what are your kids already eating? What are you already eating? And where can you mix in a bit of the protein? So I love to think about convenience, right? Something like maybe I'm making a dessert recipe and I throw in a little bit of Greek yogurt, or if I'm making the smoothie, I throw in the protein powder. But where are ways we can just add in a little bit of protein each time so we really have that sustained energy and sustained appetite throughout the day.
1: Perfect. Okay. So where can people go if they want to learn more about this topic or get more tips for busy parents who are trying to just make it through the school year?
5: (laughs) Absolutely. So if you want more tips and tricks and family-friendly recipes, I'd love to invite you to my website, which is erinpolinski.com. And if you also want to know more about the Orgain product line, you can go to orgain.com.
1: Perfect. Okay. So erinpolinski.com is Erin's website, E-R-I-N-P-A-L-I-N-S-K-I.com, erinpolinski.com. And if you want to find out more about the Orgain protein products she was talking about, those are at orgain.com, O-R-G-A-I-N.com. And Erin, I want to thank you so much for being here and giving us so many great tips, especially during back to school time when parents are focused on just trying to get everyone out the door and prepared. You've got some really fantastic tips for us and I appreciate you sharing. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you for having me. Every child deserves an education, yet nearly 130 million girls are excluded from the classroom worldwide.
2: Even when girls are in school, many don't receive a quality education. This isn't just a social issue, it's economic. The World Bank estimates gender inequality costs the global economy $160 trillion. Healthcare ensure everyone can go back to school at care.org slash back to school.
1: I'm Heather Vale with the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show, and this is your community events calendar for nonprofit initiatives and charity events around the valley. The College of Southern Nevada, or CSN, is encouraging you to learn more so you can earn more. Fall classes are starting this Monday, August 28th, with a mix of online and in-person classes in 180 different programs that fall under 11 broad areas of study. You can get your certificate, diploma, associate degree, or bachelor's, and you can easily transfer to local sister universities after the first two years. Find out more, see the program offerings, or apply to be a student at csn.edu. That's csn.edu. The United Way of Southern Nevada's Project Reach Senior Expo, powered by the NV Energy Foundation, helps those 62 and older who need help paying their electric, gas, water, or sewer bill. To sign up, attend one of the upcoming Expos, which run from 8am to 12pm on different days at different casino properties. This year's remaining Expo days and locations are this Tuesday, August 29th at Aliante Casino Hotel and Spa in the Scottsdale Grand Ballroom and Thursday, August 31st at Palace Station Hotel and Casino in the Meeting Rooms. And again, they each run from 8am to 12pm. Find out more details and what documentation you need at uwsn.org/projectreach. That's uwsn.org/projectreach. Also coming up from the United Way is the annual Day of Caring, which is UWSN's largest day of volunteering, helping thousands of families, students, seniors, and individuals throughout Southern Nevada. It kicks off on Friday, September 22nd at 8:30 a.m at Stony's Rockin' Country in Town Square, Las Vegas. Then, volunteer opportunities happen in the community starting at 10 a.m. Sign up for a volunteer project or find out more at uwsn.org. That stands for United Way of Southern Nevada. uwsn.org. Aid for AIDS of Nevada, or AFAN, is holding the 37th annual black and white party on Saturday, September 9th, starting at 8 p.m. at the Palms Casino Resort, Soak Pool, and Chaos Nightclub, with VIP cocktail hour starting at 7 p.m. This annual fundraiser promises lively entertainment, food and beverage, a secret red door, and black and white dress code that encourages you to wear as much black and white as possible or as little as you can get away with. Proceeds provide support and advocacy for adults and children living with and affected by HIV-AIDS in Southern Nevada. Get your tickets or find out more at afanlv.org. That's afanlv.org. Monday's Dark with Mark Chinook is a bi-monthly musical fundraising party at The Space, with each event raising $10,000 for a specific charity in 90 minutes. Upcoming shows include Monday, September 11th at 8 p.m. benefiting the Firefighter Behavioral Health Alliance and Monday, September 25th at 8 p.m. benefiting Prevent Child Abuse Nevada. Get tickets or find out more details at mondaysdark.com. That's mondaysdark.com. The LGBTQ Center of Southern Nevada, also known as The Center, is holding its annual gala honorarium fundraiser on Friday, September 29th, with cocktails at 5.30 p.m. and dinner at 7 p.m. in the Encore Ballroom at Wynn Las Vegas. Dress is black tie optional for this event, which recognizes individuals and organizations who have made a significant impact on the LGBTQ community while also celebrating the Center's 30th anniversary. Find out more or get your tickets at thecenterlv.org. That's thecenterlv.org. The Shade Trees Once Upon a Gala fundraising event is happening Thursday, October 12th at 7 p.m. with the VIP Secret Garden Soiree starting at 5.30 in the Zook Nightclub at Resorts World Las Vegas. This fairy tale inspired event includes a live and silent auction and all proceeds benefit the Shade Trees mission to provide safe shelter to domestic violence and human trafficking survivors and their children. And they're also looking for donations of luggage, duffel bags, and backpacks for their current luggage drive. Get your gala tickets, make a donation, or find out more at theshadetree.org. That's theshadetree.org. And the Putting for a Cure Driving to End FSHD Golf Tournament to Support FSHD Muscular Dystrophy is happening on Saturday, October 28th at the beautiful Wild Horse Golf Club in Henderson. Find out more about the society at fshdsociety.org and sign up to golf or be a sponsor at give.fshdsociety.org slash puttingforacure, that's F-O-R-E- putting for a cure. So give.fshdsociety.org slash putting for a cure.